coming up on Life is a Festival. To speak to both of your points, I think it's about working the edge where you are. Mm -hmm. So it's not either or mm -hmm. conscious or silly. I'm working the edge of silly because I take myself too seriously. Mm. And me taking myself too seriously is super stressing out my partner. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, dude, can I just make fun of you? And I'm like, no. I have wounds. I have wounds and I'm healing the wounds. She's like, I don't feel like Shut you're healing up. the wounds. I don't feel like you're healing the wounds. I feel like you are working the wounds. Yeah. You know, so feel like you're basking so edge, in wounds. You know, and, mm -hmm. bas and I'm so, soaking in my wounds. Exactly. Well, and I'm, I'm, soaking, I'm soaking my wounds. My name is Eamon Armstrong, and this is Life is a Festival. This podcast is a celebration of leaders and thinkers who live their lives with the open-hearted, experimental joy of a festival. Each week, we play in complete openness, according to the philosophy of finite and infinite games. It's not a matter of exposing one's unchanging identity, the true self that has always been, but a way of exposing one's ceaseless growth, the dynamic self that is yet to be. Welcome to Life is a Festival, and welcome back to all of you who just took the voyage to Black Rock City, my favorite place in the world. Um, this was my 10th burn, and it was a burn. It did the same thing that Burning Man always does. It challenged me, it helped me break down and see things in a new way, and ultimately I learned a lot and I'm a better person for it. I think, we'll see, gotta integrate for a bit. I'm sitting here in a cloudy San Francisco morning, daydreaming about the dusty playa and all the amazing people I met out there and all the cool things we did. One of the things I did um, was I was on BMIR, Burning Man Information Radio. And Jex, the operation manager of BMIR, was kind enough to invite me to be on her show on Monday. And as it turns out, that audio is available today. So I got in on Monday. This is the first time not building in a long time. I got in on Monday morning only to discover that my beloved and I were missing two bars from our carport structure and we had to innovate and recreate the structure and make it safe for a week at the burn. Needless to say, that was pretty stressful. So we spent all day working on this. Um, and then as I was about to go to this interview, my pal David Block scooted on by Burners Without Borders where I was camping. Um, David Block, you may have heard him on one of the podcasts. He's also, um, he's the DJ known as the Human Experience. And I was like, he's like, what are you doing? Let's hang out. And I was like, ah, oh, I got this interview on BMIR. And he's like, oh, I've always wanted to be on BMIR. What the fuck, dude? Come on, be on BMIR. So David Block and I scooted over to the station and recorded the interview that you are about to hear. And um, it starts pretty silly, which I'm thrilled about because I'd love to bring a little more of my silly, playful accents onto this show. One of the ways I'd like to develop it is just get a little more levity as I want in my whole life, as we can all use a little levity. Um, but it starts silly, and then David uh, takes a leap into some great vulnerability. He speaks directly to his wife on the show, which is awesome. And then we go deep, and we go deep on what it means to be a man, what it means to be a conscious man on the playa. Um, we talk about performative vulnerability. We talk about consent. We talk about the lost art of listening. And we're actually joined unexpectedly. So 
David was an unexpected guest for me. And we're also joined by Wolverine, who's uh, BMIR's assistant sound engineer. So the four of us have a pretty goofy conversation and there's some little gems in it. So I wanted to share it with you now. And I just want to offer a very special and really heartfelt shout out to a few fans of the show that I met at Burning Man. Um, it is really such an incredible feeling to meet someone you've never met who's been influenced by your work. So um, Taylor, Alex, and Kiri, if you're listening, meeting you at Burning Man, the three of you specifically, really elevated my burn and um, really in, really encouraged me to, to keep this podcast going and move it forward. And I was originally thinking, I've been playing around for a while with the idea of changing the name because it's about more than just festivals. But then again, life is a festival, and festivals are about more than just festivals. You dig? So I've decided after my 10th burn to keep the name Life is a Festival and to keep this podcast going and putting everything I got into it because there are some magical people out there who lead incredible creative communities and have deep insight in how to make your life more open-hearted, joyful, and experimental. And I am absolutely dedicated to sharing these stories with you, my listeners. So for those I didn't meet at Burning Man who've been fans of this show, I am deeply grateful to you too. And I'm so excited for the next year of Life is a Festival and all the magical adventures that have yet to be. Thank you so much for listening. Okay. So, hello, Black Rock City. Um, okay, so I would like to introduce to you two very, very beautiful humans that I am so honored are joining me today. One in particular, Mr. Amon Armstrong, has been um, hosting a podcast called Life is a Festival that I've actually been listening to for a minute now. And it's um, something that has just always touched me, given this really beautiful, unique subculture that we have, uh, to have someone who just can speak so intricately about this very unique place that we love so much. And it just felt right that the person who is always interviewing people had a voice to be interviewed himself. And then we have a surprise who I had no idea would show up, but this is like absolutely burner magic, David Block from The Human Experience. So welcome. Thank you. We're Yay. thrilled to be here, and I appreciate that you allowed me to bring this ragamuffin to your studio. I love ragamuffin. I'm bringing my solid C plus game today. Yeah, yep. C plus. I think we're all kind of in a C plus. Yeah, it's today. It's yeah. my fir it's my first time in a long time coming on a Monday, and absolutely everything has gone wrong, which means it's a good Monday. You're doing right? it right. Probably. Yeah, and you know, I'll just start. I just I just want to share with you that a lovely man at my camp, a fellow named Jason, I'm camping at Burners Without Borders. Oh. Um, which is amazing. It's amazing. Beautiful really, people. really lovely, beautiful people. Bless their heart. Um, now we are we're putting up our shade structure in the sun. We we missing two pieces. Now we're not very good at making new things out of old things, so we're real struggling. And he says, "Give me two minutes. I'll change your day." It took us out the back and put us in a cold plunge. And that shit freaked me the fuck out, but it sure made me feel good afterwards. Yeah, well, I, that's, that is not something you hear about happening here. Yeah, because it's not very cold here. It's very warm. Well, yeah. at night it can be cold. It can be a bit chilly. It can be chilly at night, but the idea of like having a cold plunge on Playa is just a very bizarre and unique experience. 
for sure. What What are some of the most bizarre experiences you've had here in, in radio BMIR land? Oh, that's a great question. Starting in with the questions, David Block. <laughs> I didn't plan. Ha. Yeah. Ha. <laughs> 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 you know. Uh, <laughs> that weird, huh? <laughs> wow. That weird, huh? It's really hard to leave someone speechless with a well, weird story. Well, you, you know what it is? This is day nine for me already. Oh. So um, I'm, I'm backtracking through a whole lot. I mean, we've had people kidnapped and then ended up taped to the poles. Dude, what kind of here. tape they use? Duct tape. Duct tape. Duct it seems tape. like the right kind yeah. of... Yeah, you know, it works well with dust. Yeah. It works well and with ducks. Dust. And ducks. And ducks. Um, Every we have time a- I get tied up with duct tape, it bothers my hair on my skin, though. Yeah. 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 I don't think that kind of thought was given. Yeah, it's kind of not process. about you when you get tied up <laughs> yeah, with the duct tape. It's not really... It doesn't really matter how you feel no, about it. No, no. We've had um, our dragon. So we have a dragon up front. His name is Bummer. B-M-I-R. Bummer. Uh, I know. I didn't, I'm not responsible for that. Um, but it was really cute. He was stolen once and then returned to us with a bunch of Polaroids. Um, that was like unique. They took Polar- like they took he him on, on an adventure on of an Polaroids? Adventure. That's nice. That's cute. Yeah. There's a lot I could think of. I'm not sure if they're radio friendly. But I could, uh, we could sidebar that. Uh, oh well, just let me check in real quick. What does radio friendly <laughs> mean? Because thank you very yeah, much. we are not clear on what we're uh, not allowed to do here. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. No, um, no drug talk. No, no blasphemy talk. We just try to keep it with yeah. you know. Uh, FCC compliance. PG eighteen. PG sixteen and a half. Can, can I use the, yeah. the curse words? We're gonna try not to. We're gonna try not to. All right. No, it's a worthy words. challenge. Yeah. All right. We don't like to talk about any of that stuff because we're wholesome human beings and we don't we don't engage in any of that. I, stuff. F- I feel you. It's nice yeah. to have parameters. We love parameters. Rules. We're a Boundaries. society of rules. We need rules. Agreements. Well, we, so not rules. Princi- pardon me. Principles. 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 I like principles. Agreements. 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 That feels good, agreements. right? We agree that fuck we want to. We uh, thank fuck you. Ru- thank you. Well, but didn't, isn't the rule that we can't say fuck <laughs> that, the rules? That was the rule. That was the rule. <laughs> we didn't last very long at all. And we're moving on. <laughs> we haven't even introduced you, sir. Your fun meter is at max. He's our one of our engineers. Wolverine, He's amazing. A Wolverine's here with us. A Wolverine. You can't is here see with us. Wolverine's badge, but he is a. That looks like a seven out of ten on. He your won meter. Burning Man. You won. Look, we, Man? he has proof. No, I already, I already won Burning Man. Uh, it, but it, I thought, I thought if you won Burning Man, they gave you the man, and if no one wins, they burn it, right? I mean, no. I don't know if that's true. You're gonna have to talk <laughs> to the winner. The I, I don't, I don't have that. I don't have. I'm not privy <laughs> Mister, to that information because I have not won. It's not a competition. There no. is no competition. Everyone's a winner at Burning Man. Everyone's a winner. <laughs> right on, right on, right. I just got silver to prove it. What does it look like to lose Burning Man? I know I've oh, I'm sure you can. Here, but you are you're setting them up strong. I mean, I think I, I think you could walk around at about Friday, and you'll figure out real fast <laughs> who's yeah, lost Burning is, Man. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think it'll be that hard to distinguish. This is a palace oh, of broken no. dreams. This we is, get, yeah. Yeah, I, we I get like all to, that. I like to fail quickly at Burning Man, <laughs> so I've already lost today. Probably. Twice at least, Your and a couple of times right before back. I, or, or a couple of times in Reno. So, you know, <laughs> a, a quick question: Yes, is it? Can I have a little more volume in my headphones? Yeah. Yes, that would be real nice because I'm just. What number are you? I am. I, oh, I'm only number two. <laughs> See, talking about winners. I'm number you four. Tell me if I'm blasting you. Um, are you it's blasting? Lower. It is sounding exactly louder. the same. It's oh no, it's sounding louder in my, it's my headphones. Exactly. The same. Oh yeah, it's probably that. I'm they number didn't, four. Yeah. Oh my God. We need some weight music. I don't know if I have any waiting music. Tell me if you. Oh, I have an ocarina. There you go. You have an ocarina? Oh yeah. This was my first Ply Magic gift. 
during Songbird. I like the eye contact while I'm playing Eamon. That was nice. My oh, elvish just, heart just melted into a puddle. Keep going. A, it's a sunrise <laughs> set. <laughs> so playful. So jaunty. It is. It's, it's so real nice. It's like, it's like, Does it bring you just instant joy? I, I am in the it, Shire. You've just, you've just transported loins. me to the Shire. <laughs> to be um, PG-18. Thank wow. you, guys. Yes. Loin <laughs> swelling. <laughs> we are in the business of loin swelling. That's, that's amazing. You, you guys are. made my we whole need, day. We need patches that say that. Yeah. Loin swellers. Loin swellers. And your name. Yeah. David Block of the Loin Swellers. Yeah, that could Instead be my of, new band. It should be your new band. Swellers. That should be your new band. Who needs a human experience now. when you could just focus on one part of the anatomy yeah. and the swelling of said part? Yeah, yeah. That's I really think. the essence. When I created the human experience, it was for loin swelling, just for Eamon particularly. Well, it's true. It has swelled my loin in the past. <laughs> I, was, I won't deny it. Not in this moment, I'll tell you. That cold plunge just kind of left me for dead. <laughs> oh, my God. Kind of a grower now, not a shower. I don't know if I'm a, a I'm just a drinker. <laughs> but I'm a trooper. So. There you go. <laughs> so we had, um, that's funny, we were thinking of like some, you know how BRC Weekly has their in and out? So we have like decided that in is now mama trauma and out is daddy issues. So Wait, daddy issues are out? Yeah. Does that mean I don't have them anymore? Screw the patriarchy. <laughs> we're now about the matriarchy. So you have to bring oh, the mama I'm, issues that I, come I, in I with that. I have those too. So perfect. Yeah. You fit in well. Yeah. You fit in well. <laughs> right at home here at BMIR. Palace of Broken Dreams. Where we can vulnerably share. You can vulnerably share. Absolutely. I think that's probably one of my favorite. That's probably one of my favorite parts about Burning Man is the random, intensely deep, vulnerable share with someone that you've never met before. Do you got a good example in the chamber for that one? Oh man, yeah, that is on the radio. Okay, like it's a deep yeah, and vulnerable actually, share. You just teed yourself up, so you'd 60, better not disappoint. Sixty thousand people. I, I, my. So my my wife is not here at this Burning Man, which you know, oh, yeah, which yeah, you yeah. were part of our yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah. This is our anniversary. We got Aww. married here on the playa last Woo-hoo. year, Aww. which is beautiful. Not a playa wedding, but a wedding on playa, which I like what's to... The, what's the distinction? I, I feel like, and this, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I just feel like playa wedding implies that it's may or may not have oh, it any... might not be a real temporary. wedding. Cohesion. Well, you're in you know a temporary I mean? autonomous right. zone, so yeah, something yeah, yeah. that has yeah. that label on it has a temporary it, feel it, to it. Yeah, it felt that yeah. way. So you I landed like on the moon and you got married, so yeah. then what happened? <laughs> you know, and and then we, well, we had a, well, I th- should we, should we, look, we should go, we could go full vulnerable and bring it back. Please right? do. Yeah, 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 you don't have to even bring it back, just go for it. You're setting the table right now, we're just going to eat that lamb chop. That feels good for me. Okay. And I think that she would feel good about that too, because she's, she's an incredibly strong woman an incredibly strong human being but we had a miscarriage um at, we got we got oh, pregnant wow. not on I purpose didn't, i didn't know that yeah mm-hmm. i did not know that yeah i'm so sorry when did that happen that happened 10 days after burning man Whoa. and yeah and oh. so we just we found out a few days that we were pregnant before in which we weren't expecting and weren't trying and then we're like let's lean into this and like be family and be parents and see what see what that next chapter looks like and then we came to burning man with that had our wedding here and then experienced that um and then it's been the amount of growth and uh information and love that we received after that has been really was really beautiful and and has been really healing for both of us but i think it's also like it was a challenge so she didn't 
didn't come I think she also wants to spend time at home and nurture herself and and be in Boulder we live in Boulder Colorado so she's in the mountains but I think that for me this is kind of a sensitive burn to be without my queen here mm-hmm. and to uh, also feel a lot of the that you know a very traumatic experience for for both of us and but I do feel really grateful that this community at Burning Man, ha- like I feel comfortable sharing that. I feel comfortable sharing that on the radio. I think she would, as well. Um, and that's one of my favorite things about Burning Man is that we can really be vulnerable with each other here and random sixty thousand strangers listening. Would, David, not. David, would you like to share a message directly to her? I know she's not listening probably maybe, right now, but yeah. but if you were to speak directly to her Thank and you. give her yeah. your love right now, can do you want to do that? I would love to do that. that. Please, I, yeah. yeah, please. Um, I am just uh, so I'm going to talk maybe like directly at Christina. Yeah, so yeah, I would just yeah. say, please. Christina, I am so honored and humbled to be your king. I am consistently inspired by your gentleness and strength. I am constantly encouraged to be the best version of myself and I'm grateful for you pushing my boundaries and allowing me to be a sovereign independent man and simultaneously walk beside you um, and support you in your queenliness and so thank you for encouraging me to be an actual king and I'm grateful to be growing out of boyness into true manness and I think that every great man is uh, accompanied by a great significant other Ge- gender neutral non-binary partner or whatever the, I, <laughs> well whatever, played whatever, thank, glad you like that, that. Yeah, thank that you nice. thanks you're right I, I know and I, re- I really mean that too so I'm, I'm very grateful and uh, humbled to be your king rock on Ooh. wow that was absolutely <laughs> beautiful thank you for sharing that with us you know um, it's interesting so when I first um, had the idea to interview Amon, it actually had to do with just the topic you're talking about because, mm. you know, a lot of us, um, a lot of our crew have been. Oh, I love it. I'm just gonna thank you. You could cuddle all you want. Thank you, Amon, for prompting that, and thank you for having us and allowing the space for that to happen. Absolutely, here. absolutely. And you know, I think it's important because, you know, Burning Man has this stigma. We've normalized aggression. There's a lot of normalization of agro behavior and it's, I don't think, and and I've been having this discussion with a lot of people, I think people are are a little over it, you know, when, um, so I, my job here is operations manager, I work with a lot of the camps pre-event to get their promos and PSAs and do the back-end development to get their, to get this thing working. And one, um, I was having a back-and-forth with someone and he, um, he responded to me, he's like, thank you so much, love your burn. And you know how there's been this whole F your burn thing? And he was just like, love your burn. And I, my, my heart just like, it was such a simple phrase. And I was like, thank you for saying that. And so I came out and I'm like, you know, let's just start saying that to people. And cause this whole F your burn, it just feels too much. Like it's just directed and it, it's just not, this isn't sexy. This isn't fun. It's not pretty it to be this angry and so a girlfriend of mine and I were riding our bikes and a bunch of guys were like hey ladies blah 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 and one of them went F your burn and we went love your burn and one of the guys just stepped back and he went oh love you too and it was a 30 second interaction that just really was amazing and you know 
I think here a lot of speaking as a cisgender girl, um, I can say sometimes being soft is a challenge because we want to step up and we don't want to leave that opened to um, being hurt. And f I can't speak from a male's perspective, but I can only imagine that you know, men ha stepping into a place of vulnerability, it's not intuitive the way this culture has, has raised men, you know? And so I really wanted to hear your perspective on maybe, and I'm making this term up of what maybe a conscious, what the term conscious burner means, like what it means to be a male in this community who has, you know, significant others who are female or female presenting, sisters, mothers, you know, daughters who are here. Like, how do you step up into your vulnerability to empower the other men in your life and to show the women in your life that this is a beautiful thing, especially here in a place where the environment, aside from the natural aggression that Burning Man brings, the harsh conditions that also challenge what it means to be soft. So please, I'm gonna stop talking. So you guys, I wanna hear your thoughts on all this. Oh man, that's a lot. I might have to. I might have to drop my southern accent for it. <laughs> you know, it's. I know you're from Santa Fe. I'm from Taos, honey. I know what you sound like. Oh, so right. Yeah, no, this, ain't, this ain't a Santa Fe accent. Um, Ebro. So, yeah, masculinity on Playa. What does that look like? So, something that's really important to me is that there's not a universal masculinity, and there's not there aren't There's not a universal solution to. Uh, the way that gender can be challenging for men and women or non-binary people or whomever. So there isn't like, okay, there's toxic masculinity, so you need to be this kind of man, so you're not that kind of man. Or there's sensitive new age guy, you got to be this kind of man, so you're not that kind of man. So there's something that's very reactive about what kind of man we're supposed to be in our culture at this time. So this idea of a conscious burner, a conscious male burner, it's really interesting because for me, it's funny, you're talking about fuck your, uh, F your burn, <laughs> aggro behavior. For me, to be a more conscious burner this year is actually about levity, not taking myself so seriously, pranking a little bit, having, so, so the, the conscious burner, if you listen to that, like the conscious burner, I'm actually not trying to be as much of a conscious burner. I'm giving, you know, doing some talks and I'm serving in the way that I do. But um, for me, my evolution in this moment involves more jokes and more invitation to levity um, because that's just where I am in my particular journey. So. Um, the question that I heard you say, you said a bunch of beautiful things, and the question that I heard you say was, what does a conscious burner look like right now? And what I, I'll tell you what it doesn't look like. <laughs> it doesn't look like performative vulnerability. That's, that's mm -hmm. a big thing that we have. And, it's, mm -hmm. and I, I'm not judging anybody. I mm -hmm. do it too. It's really hard not to do it. Mm -hmm. And what's beautiful about, and this, it was a great, I said you were going to set the table and we we're going to eat the lamb chop, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you set the table because for you to share, so it doesn't feel good to be vulnerable. So if you get up and you're sharing something open, but it's not vulnerable, you can just whip it out and be like, here, oh, I had this painful thing happen in my childhood, but here's how I'm working through it. And, um, but that's not vulnerable if it's not vulnerable for you. So, mm -hmm. and I totally understand we get rewarded for vulnerability in our culture at this time. Mm -hmm. And I would say, especially men mm -hmm. within our community, we're rewarded like, oh, you're so vulnerable. <laughs> so soft. You're so activated. You've drunk so much ayahuasca. And that's part of why for me, evolution in this moment is about being more silly, being more fun, mm -hmm. pranking, being more playful, because that's the edge I need to work because I take myself too seriously. Mm. So 
when so I'm doing um, two men's work conversations um, on Playa, one on Wednesday and one on Thursday. Wednesday from um, 3.30 to 4.30 at Burners Without Borders and Thursday at Playa Alchemist from 4 to 6. Awesome. And I'm doing that with three people I really admire a lot. Um, Andrew Horn, um, Alana Mehta, and Preston Smiles. And we're going to get together and talk about some stuff. And we're keeping it really open in part because there isn't a script. So one's called Burning Men's Work and we're going to do a little trauma stuff, some primal stuff. Mm. And the other is a town hall in masculinity. And that's totally open because... We want to invite people to come, men and women both. This is not men's work for men. This is work in masculinity. This is understanding our own masculine. This is talking about showing up for the men in our lives or the male presenting people in our lives or just a conversation about what gender means to us. Please poke holes in how I've gotten that part wrong just now. (laughs) (laughs) I always got to watch, like, am I I including everybody? uh, no, and you're a bad person. You know, I'm a, I'm a bad person, but I'm a terrific llama. <laughs> you're a terrific llama. You I'm are a good llama. Just, I, got, I got a good llama face. Um, you know... I, I have a question. Yeah. For the, you know, because I feel like there was uh, either or there. Mm. Like in the conscious, like I can't be silly and have an, like have a sense of humor. Like I have to be so serious all the time because life is clearly really serious right yeah, oh yeah yeah you can really well, we're, we're having serious voices now this is Tina Broccoli <laughs> <laughs> should we lower our voices we welcome to voices. BMIR welcome this is Tina Broccoli hello Hi. Tina Broccoli how are we you are today here. I'm David Miguel <laughs> and we are doing um, we're going to have a, we're going to have a yarn it did get yarn. I think part of the, the the cultural renaissance with the with the masculinity has more to do with the fact that as a renaissance in the masculine uh thing that's happening in modern times we have to be able to announce and pronounce our masculinity and not only in the divine feminine but our own masculine and be comfortable in it it's it's a brand new present we didn't get to do that just 50 years ago you know what i mean if you presented you know your feminine side to the wrong people you ass kicked weakness Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. it was a sign of weakness so Mm -hmm. now it's a sign of strength go there yeah, you know, get, and you the, can, get the gifts. Totally, it's yeah. all there for you. And and to speak to both of your points, I think it's about working the edge where you are. So mm-hmm. it's not either or mm-hmm. conscious or silly. I'm working the edge of silly because I take myself too seriously, mm-hmm. and me taking myself self too seriously is super stressing out my partner. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's like, dude, can I just make fun of you? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I have wounds. <laughs> I have wounds, and I'm healing the wounds. She's like, I don't feel like Shut you're healing up. the wounds. I don't feel like you're healing the wounds. I feel like you are working the wounds. <laughs> you know, so feel like you're basking so in wounds. You know, and mm-hmm. ba- and I'm so, soaking in my wounds. Exactly. Well, and I'm, I'm soaking. I'm soaking my wounds. Um, and the thing about you know I, I like the expression the return of the exiled feminine in Ooh, in in, 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 a mas- nice. in a masculine so when we're little we're taught boys don't cry be a man man up all this stuff and re- the return of the exiled feminine is like let's bring all of those pieces the singing the color pink that crossing my legs in a certain way let me bring it all back home um, and that's an edge to work and that's an edge that I worked for a while especially out here when I first came to Burning Man and I saw men wearing floppy brunch lady hats I was never going to be afraid again I swear to God but that was 2010 and for me floppy brunch lady and for me 2010 that was Return to the Exile Feminine but then moving into the feminine finding a home there there was also a way of needing to integrate the shadow work on my sexuality mm-hmm. work on work on a more primal aggressive male energy and, and letting that be okay when it's extremely safe and very well negotiated consent everybody 
Dear God, get better at this. Oh, yeah. Communication. Yeah, communication. communication is it's, sexy, it's sexier to ask for everything. You'll, it'll work out. It'll yes. really, it really will. Uh, we can go on a whole tangent about that today as well. <laughs> but, the, but the point is, is that at a different place, we're working these different edges. And I like the paradigm of men's work and talking about masculinity, not in a way that's excluding. And it's tricky. You have to, you have to talk gently about it because it's not about it excluding it. But there's being a man has been for so many people with penises or I guess people who want them um, being a man is such a thing to be to do to express to prove um, if I if I cross my legs in a certain way if I throw the ball in a certain way I might lose my man I got to turn in my man card so there's this doing and being and I mm. think that it's whatever it is whether it's working on your sexuality working on bringing home the feminine working on taking yourself less seriously there's a there's a lot of people who are hungry for ideas of how to blossom more fully. And for me, I'm working on that in gender at this time. Mm. That's beautiful. And I think, um, you know, even talking about the trickster, and you know, that kind of Loki hey, archetype. Yes, mm. yes. Um, you know, I, um, I used to work, I used to travel with a social circus and in Thailand, and we had a I thing. I could see that. That's amazing. <laughs> um, and we had a thing where it was um, our whole our whole modus operandi was, you know, the art of play, the art of being silly, the art of, you know, being a trickster, being a playful person and finding the joy and the lightness in that, because that in itself does make you more open and more vulnerable to the rest of the mm, world yeah, around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there isn't just one path. I'm there curious on how it how it happened in the first place that whenever you're trying to work on anything that has let's say depth or vulnerability yeah. or authenticity or or expanding one's edges why that seems to become synonymous with seriousness like why can't it I mean of course it can and you're you're exploring that which is beautiful mm -hmm. and I, I've all you know I was I was class clown in high school and I've always <laughs> loved having a sense of humor and it, it it makes life i mean life is pretty humorous look it at this, is look at this great cosmic joke that's <laughs> unfolding before our yeah. eyes right now mm -hmm. and it's uh i'm just i, I think it's interesting because it felt like a either or mm -hmm. and it feels it feels in a way like it's still an either or sometimes that that it's an it's an edge to incorporate something that is humorous with working on something that is serious instead of them being part of the same exploration well, well what i've found with with the men's work that i've done is that um if i can make fun of myself in a pretty savvy way like that brings people on board because they can be like ah that's got it right that's kind of like me you know, yeah, relatab <laughs> you know? relatability <laughs> is everything as opposed to being everything. like guys we need to we need to get it together because we're being bad man and we need to be good man so here's how you be a good man <laughs> stop being bad man you gotta be a good man stop being bad man no people are like fuck you fuck everything about you um they'll be preaching to me I, <laughs> don't be i did a, i did a talk at um at Camp Mystic last year with um, Alana Mehta, and it was uh, <laughs> the naked one. The naked one, yeah. So yeah. it was called the Penis and Vagina Dialogues, and the whole <laughs> shtick was we're just going to get naked and talk about our body parts in a way. <laughs> uh, talk about like a hyper jump into vulnerability, like yes. Like, and and so it didn't go very well at first, and yeah. because people are freaked out they're like okay we're here to learn it's going to be real chaunty and probably healing in some way but also i'm about to i think look at this dude's dick maybe but i, I don't know if i want that <laughs> and, um, and it was That's weird awesome. it was weird um and it was awkward 
but there Cockward. was Cockward. It was Cockward. Oh, um, my God. Cockward. And, um, and, and five stars. <laughs> Sorry. And, Thank you. Thank you very much. And there was, there was a moment where down. in the flow of conversation, I just brought up the fact that I had, in fact, once masturbated to a poem. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever done that. That I, that I wrote myself. Even edgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, were you looking in a mirror at the no, same that time? Was, that, was, that wasn't about sex. I just thought it was a really good poem, and I was so into how, how, what a good, yeah. how, how happy I was with the poem I wrote. I, I jerked off to it. Wow. And this happened. It's a truthful yeah, thing a in thing. my horny 17-year-old life. Yeah. I'm very into writing poetry. Mm-hmm. But the point being that, um, and obviously it was... But, but the how was that received? It was it was funny. People laughed, and people were like, "This dude jacked off to a poem." Like, okay. I mean, I've sex. never done anything weird sexual in my entire life. Never. Oh no, no, no one here I has. Mean, most people don't. This is ever. a Puritan camp. You I think that yeah. most people are principally missionary, right? Through the sheet. Yeah, through the sheet. Yeah, through the poke, sh- a that's how poke a hole in the sheet. That's how <laughs> I've done a, it. I think there's a there, there are is. people who do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 We shouldn't make fun of yeah. that. We should make yeah. That's your their choices. That's okay. But do they get yeah? Do they get there's a whole Pornhub. Uh, there's a whole that's a whole thing, thing. Yeah. there's yeah, yeah. a whole thing about that we I, might be an, really at, on the edge right now on the radio but it's okay. yeah. yeah I think it's, it's an, okay. I think it is definitely an orthodox okay. it's thing it is it is definitely an orthodox. Yeah. I, got, I, got, I got kind of an orthodox situation yeah. <laughs> okay, just, we got an orthodox situation in the are we are we, <laughs> we're getting so edgy we're on playing this the one. edge like playing the edge don't worry I got a button here if it gets too edgy, I just turn it off. <laughs> really? okay. That would w- w- that would deny all all the, all the anyone yeah. listening is like, give me the edgy stuff. Give me. Give me I, I need, know. I need, I, I'm having an experience. I'm having I experience. don't want to upset anyone's climax or anything. If they're yeah. getting that excited, maybe someone's masturbating to this right now. That would be cool. You know, and very if meta. You, if you are masturbating <laughs> to this, if anyone's <laughs> masturbating to this right now, you can call the studio phone. Oh wait, you actually can. It's one eight 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 two three two four eight nine five. If you are, and, and if you're not masturbating yet, and this excited you at the possibility of masturbating and calling in while masturbating, masturbating. one eight eight two three two four eight nine five. That's an edge, but that's also this is a great segue into a little consent talk, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. So, that's important. So Incredible. where where is the consent line for calling into the radio while jerking off? <laughs> Is that some Louis C.K. stuff? It, like, is that where, where does that? Wh- I mean, wh- yeah. If you're gonna uh, any, I think if you're going to, um, if you're going to invade anyone's, like, honestly, as speaking from once again, Ace's gender girl. If I picked up the phone on the radio and I heard some dude doing that, I probably would be freaked out at first. Yeah. I mean, we're joking around right now, yeah. So the odds of me being a little freaked out are not as high. But mm. if it was just some normal conversation and, and I was on the radio and someone did that, I'd be totally disgusted. It yeah, would throw yeah. me off. It's, honestly, it's kind of gross. It's, but I can only speak for me. There might be, you know, consent is deeply personal. Do, do you, you know? Do you, do you have, at the moment, you said you have PSAs from different camps. Yeah. Do you have beds PSA? Oh, I do. It's, um, the way we, this system works, <laughs> it's a little impossible for me to find it. You know what? I, I, I just I, they they would say it better than anybody else. If you're interested in consent conversation, bed the Bureau of Erotic Discourse on Playa is really the, the the masters and mistresses of this subject. Although there are many people doing it well. If you're going to Orgy Dome, many people doing it well. Lots of conversations, and it's not just about consent. May I please? It's about real contact with someone else. Mm. And I learned something really beautiful from someone I admire a lot. A guy named da- uh, uh, David. You're David. I'm looking at you because you're David, and I admire you a lot. Thank you. Uh, you too. No, yeah. Um, Ian McKenzie, um, who 
uh, who's, uh, he and I did a speaking tour about masculinity in Australia. It was an American and Canadian telling Australians how to be men. <laughs> What could go wrong? Um, but yeah, but he I feels really edgy. What he taught me about consent, and he's worked with Tamara in Portugal, and he's he's really to me he's very high level in this. Is that it's not about consent; it's about contact. It's about it's even pre-consent. You need to really know what you want, what you're asking for, and a lot of times people are not even clear on what they're asking for, what they want. Do you want validation? Do you, like, I'm, and in this case, I'm talking about someone who's asking something of someone else. Do you want validation? Do you want a notch in your belt? Do you want your friends to think you're cool? Are you lonely? Are you hungry? Are you sleepy? Like, what do you, what do you want? Mm. You know, and then if you can really observe what story you're telling about what you want, you may be able to see that a lot of times when you want to go approach someone, you're not trying to approach a person that you don't know anything about. You're trying to fulfill a story about mm. lack that you have, you know, mm. or there's an attraction or there's a desire. But it's not, okay, who... Who is this person? I want to go and contact is, hi, like, how are what's you? What's like, your story? I, what's your story? I, I, I noticed something. I'm, I, I, you know, this openness. But, it's, but when you have an agenda, um, if, if you're like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I want to do the thing. I'm not saying it's wrong to feel that way. It's absolutely not wrong to feel that way. But know that you're feeling that way and, and assess your story. And if you want to make real contact with another human being, do your best to drop the story and make that contact. And that makes all the conversations around consent and what's happening forward a different ballgame than, than the agenda of like, I need to... And it's not just about orgasms. It's about identity. It's about, does this person desire me? Am I, am I lonely? Am I, I'm a burning man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to have the crazy sex. Like, I'm so afraid to ask for. Yeah. I, I, have, I have something interesting that I think that was, has been really helpful for me. Um, it, for and this would go out to, I think for for any human, I would say yeah. it, it feels more present right now for men, um, and that's um, radical honesty, mm. and saying like Holler. what 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 am I, I what am I available for, and, yeah. and what are you available for? Mm-hmm. So, in my experience, the biggest challenge, and I, and my this, I can only speak from my experience is when I want something. I am more apt to change my story or the way I approach someone to get that thing that I want. And then I and this is something that I observe with a lot of men. So they're willing and it's like playing game. It's like, "Oh, you're spitting game." It's like it yeah. that it's that has to be this game instead of being able to, you know, maybe talk and and have it still be sexy, you know, have that banter still having the the flirtation still there, which is kind of exciting and and beautiful. And at the same time, um, knowing and communicating what is this person actually available for and what am I actually available for. Um, And that could be anything on the entire spectrum of intimacy to friendship or, you know, asking questions like, hey, are you, you know, is this conversation okay right now or whatever that is. I think it, um, and you bring up a really good point. I think it to to be the other end of the puzzle piece on that one. It's it's a, a lot of it's about listening. You know, the human brain is a phenomenal processor. Mm-hmm. It's the fastest processor we know. And the way that the human brain works is that so when you're asking a question, our brain will immediately start to process an answer to the question before the question is finished. Mm-hmm. So a good practice that I have learned is to give a few seconds. So if someone's asking a question, if someone's trying to figure something out about you, 
you know, give a few moments and let your brain that is so magnificent and it processes mm. so fast, but let it absorb everything and really listen. Because a lot of times I think we have all these like crazy emotions, especially like, you know, you're a Bernie man, you want to have the greatest sex ever. And it's, it's so much that the self-control thing, it, it can be hard to control all of those hormones, you know, and all of those emotions, but the idea of really listening. So um, a friend of mine had this really amazing technique where before he would give, um, he would give a lecture and if people were, when it was time for Q&A, they would ask a question, unless it was something like, okay, what's two plus two? You know, unless you know the answer immediately, he would look at the person, let them talk, and then in his mind count, like, or just do like a tap, like he basically Pavlov'd himself, and just did like one, two, three, and just like, and let himself absorb what actually happened. He said that he found he was able to respond better and really understand the person's body language better because you know communication is not just language it's it's not just um vocal it's our body it's actually it's like 15 percent language right. actually right <laughs> so you know um like feeding into what you said like you know really asking these questions really trying to understand but it's also like really listening mm -hmm. with every part of your being mm -hmm. you know Taking a minute to listen. I love it. Well, although, although chomping at the bit to it's talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, I, I want to just give a shout out to my friend Mark Brand here. You want to give a shout out? You do, uh, Mar so you do Mark Brand. And I'm doing Mark Brand, who said one of the most important quotes uh, in my life. He said, "There, there are those of us who there are those of us who listen, and those of us who are waiting to talk." Yes. You know, mm -hmm. and and I remember because I I was a waiting to talk kind of guy. Mm -hmm. um, up until a couple of years ago when I heard that and I really started actively working on that. Ironically, we're doing actually a whole world tour called The Lost Art of Listening. That's, that's uh, we brought our band Gone Gone Beyond and we're doing these active listening parties where people come together and listen to music and focus their attention and awareness listening to an album and, and it's, you know, not just about listening to music but that, that kind of microcosm of listening to ourselves and our environment and everything. But yeah, I just found for for a while, I was like, wow, I'm just totally waiting to respond instead of actually listening. Uh, I want to make sure that since we only have about 15 minutes left, I want to make sure that you all know where these humans are going to be this weekend um, and what, what they're all about. So, Iman, why don't you, why don't you take off from there? So, um, well... If you want me to do a little bit of that, a little bit of the bit, maybe we should have David, David give give us his lineup first, and I'll say what I'm doing, and then I'll give a piece of it. Perfect. Okay. I'll just tell you where I am, and then I'm probably gonna go adventure out completely just, aimlessly gonna, into the dust. There's 15 minutes left. You're 15 minutes. Okay, gonna I'm gonna wait till the end. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm gonna, I don't where, wanna, where you gotta be? I'm not gonna. It's nowhere. Where you gotta be? Literally nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you gotta got be somewhere. He's got a very important I, moment. I gotta tell you honestly, I've wanted to do something with BMIR for a while, and really? maybe next year I can come and like play a set on BMIR. Yeah. That would be fun. That would be fun. Okay, so I'm gonna just tell you what I'm super excited about. Uh, we brought our band here so we can actually have some live music yes. on Playa, yes, which yes, feels yes. like, so yeah, nice. we're going to do some acoustic sets. Um, there's going to be some proper human experience sets. And then we have the, our new band, Gone Gone Beyond. Um, so it starts tomorrow. I'm playing for Sunset at Playa Alchemist in the Pyramid. It's 10 and G. And then Wednesday... I'm playing... Oh, I organized a party at Camp Mystic, oh, awesome. which is really, really fun. The white party. Awesome. It's really great music the whole time. I'm playing at um, 9, 8, 9 p.m. We're doing an acoustic set, and then midnight, an electronic set. 
uh, Thursday naked dance party at FOMO Genesis at noon. <laughs> at so if you noon. Thursday just, naked dance party at noon. Well, I, there you go. That is the only time I've played naked in public, <laughs> which I got to say is one of my favorite things of oh, all time. I want to go for that. Yeah, I would you go should for come. That too. I think I'm going to get Hi. naked and play music again, which is great. Um, and then Thursday for the Thursday for the feast, which is Burners Without Border. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing that thousand person. And we're, oh, and, we're, yeah. and we're at 715 in Esplanade. We're right on the Esplanade. Yeah, Burners Without Borders does incredible work year-round, disaster <clears throat> relief, humanitarian efforts. Really great group of people. My first time camping there. Very honored oh. to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And excited that you're coming to play our feast. It's going to be you. amazing. Serving a thousand people yeah. on, Carmen on and Thursday. Carmen and Love are homies yeah. of ours. So good. Beautiful yeah. so humans. Good. Come over. Yeah. Love what, and it really is amazing what they're what they're doing in the oh, world yeah. and I mean there's a lot of ways that Burning Man is impacting the world but it's really cool to see how they're doing it so yeah come come for sunset there uh, Friday in the pyramid Android Jones and I are gonna do a collaboration Ooh. so eight to nine p.m. they're gonna project and Android's gonna paint on the pyramid and I'm gonna play some music and then Saturday I don't know what's happening. And then su- uh, they're uh, they're burning the thing something? in the middle oh, of the. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> sorry, the Saturday uh, I'm playing on the 747 for sunset. Um, if you want to come to that, and then my last thing, um, Trevor Moon Tribe from Desert Dwellers and I are gonna we host a party. It's our annual Sunday morning, and it go this year we've extended it, and there's. Closey and Random Rab and Desert Dwellers Where's and myself that? and that's at Incendia. Yeah. AKA Dream Time. Something uh, what, or you got, other? A, got an address on that? I don't know what that is. It's ten and E, I think. Okay. It's like a giant metal dome. Mm-hmm. And there's liquid fire kind of coming out of the top of it. It'll be hard to miss. But if you awesome. want to come to any of those, it would be such a pleasure to share some music with you guys. And Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you yeah, of course, so much. My it was so lovely to even to have you here. It was such a surprise. Oh, it was so it was, yeah, Amen. yeah. So I, I bumped into David at my camp, and David's been on my podcast before. The podcast yeah. called Life Is a Festival. Yes. It's about how to you know bring these beautiful experiences and integrate them into your life in meaningful ways. You can't just l- jump from peak to peak. Only Hanuman the Monkey King can do that. Mm-hmm. We all have to go down in the valley and go back up again. So you better better integrate your shit. Um, anyway, uh, David Block, my, 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 my very humorous and, and quite attractive friend, um, was at BMIR. And, um, and he was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm going to be on the radio. He's like, I'd always li- I've always wanted to do that. I was like, what, what are you doing? It's Burning Man. Come be on the radio yes. right now. He's Good like, choice. I don't know. I mean, I, should I be on the radio? I was like, yeah, dude, it's Burning Man. Come right now. You want to yes. be on the radio? Yes. And yes. here we are. It's, you've manifested radio experience. The instant manifestation yeah. power. Immediacy. Yeah. I try to like quantify, like, what is it about Burning Man that is, what is that ineffable? It's because you believe in it. It's because everybody believes in it. <sighs> yes. And, 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 and twofold, twofold. Oh, everybody believes so in it. Everybody believes in it in the way that you're. You have a different pattern recognition. Mm. So it's actually same. There's a lot of serendipity that's happening in the outside world. You're missing, but you're expecting it here, so you're mm. seeing it. That's part of it. Mm. And then I believe in woo woo hippie shit. Yeah, but lightly. Hold things lightly. <laughs> and you get a bunch of people together, and you are they are unfettered by some of the rules that are most limiting, most especially mm. around the commodification of people and experiences. And if, if you interact with me in the outside world and you should give me something, then I, you, you must want something from me or to convert me it's to your religion or transactional. something. It's transactional. Yeah, it's transactional. Yeah. And so I think that the, when you, there's transaction takes so much of our attention and so much of our focus. Who's mm. selling to me? Who's advertising me? What are we doing? I'm thinking, I'm, I'm scanning I, the, the threats I don't understand. So I can't see the serendipity out here 
Um, of course, there's bullshit out here too. Come on, it's Burning Man. There's, there's transactional shit that people do, whatever. Yeah. But in general, there's an idea. Okay, well, what if we just take off that coat? What happens? And I think we get a lot of these like, okay, let's go be on the radio. You don't have to pay me any money for it. No, <laughs> it's just a radio that we're going to. Yeah. I want to do uh, this. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It's, it's better with you here. It is better with you here. Absolutely, that that should uh, be. That that line. That's your love burn. It's better with you here. It's better with you here. If someone says "fuck your burn," be like, "It's better with you here." It's better with you here. Love your burn. Love your burn. It's better with you here. That's perfect. That's if if we put this recording on my podcast, we are. It's better with you here. We're going to as soon as we get our archives. They're going. It's going straight to you. Burning Man colon. It's better. It's better with you here. That was awesome. That was perfection. All right, so here's what here's what I'm doing. So I'm on the radio right now. That's one of my main things I'm doing. Very excited about it. Made it happen, even though yes. part of my <laughs> carport is well, the whole thing's going to be retired after this. <laughs> it's a huge mess. Missing two of the C bars. It's a you know my 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 poor beloved just in this hot <laughs> sweet, sweet poor sweet poor sweet Marie. No, she was a champion. Marie. Very very kind to me. Um, <laughs> tomorrow I am. Oh no, we can't talk about doing bad stuff on air so um tomorrow's my day off um, <laughs> that's all you have to say that day Boy, off could be um, like a yeah. sign for that yeah. um so um what i'm really excited about is we're doing two um sessions of men's work here at burning man and when i say men's work that's kind of a shorthand because it's a cultural norm to talk about men's work as a thing this is open for women and men it's an open conversation around what it means oh, to be uh, a man, what masculinity means, what it means to explore and understand your own gender if you were born and identify as a man or if you were not born as a man but identify as a man. It's very welcome. So we're doing two sessions. One is going to be at Burners Without Borders for one hour between 3.30 and 4.30 on Wednesday. And um, right after that, it's really beautiful because we have some, um, there's some Bwiti elders from Gabon who are here and we're going to have a conversation. Whoa. And I actually did, um, I did a Bwiti initiation in Gabon with Iboga a year ago. And there's actually my story around masculinity and my relationship to my father actually dovetails really beautifully into the magic of the Bwiti. Um, and then on Thursday, uh, we got a two hour piece that is, um, that's, it's just, it's called a, a masculinity, it's a masculinity town hall. Men and women come non-gender identifying come anybody you want to come and we're going to talk about what it means to be a man in the modern world and um, I'm doing both of those sessions with some people I really admire and care about a lot um, uh, Andrew Horn uh, Lana Mehta and uh, Preston Smiles um, and then the last there's last two little things here I'm, I'm, I'm doing a, a conversation about can, how do we take the um, what we do on the playa out into the real world Mm. Um, and that's at Mirage Garage. Um, and that's going to be with Megan Miller from Burning Man Communications oh, team. Cool. Um, Chris Wicks, co-founder of the Blue Man Group. And uh, my dear friend, David Champion, another very attractive oh. David in my oh, life. So, so many attractive Davids so, in well, your Well, David life. Champion's like a special, it's like it weird. Isn't even special yeah. kind of pretty. He yeah. might hear this out there, but we do love you, David. Yeah, like kind of in a lot. You know, David Champion introduced my wife and I. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm surprised she didn't marry him, though. I mean, I not. Know, fair <laughs> enough. Yikes, that was so mean. No, no, I believe in you. Um, and uh, Aaron McPherson's our moderator. And then the last thing is um, is we're doing a. I'm a podcaster. If you're a podcaster, we're doing a podcaster meetup. This is with uh, Media Mecca. Um, uh, that's the Burning Man Media team uh, and podcasters. And that's going to be on Saturday from two to three at Media Mecca in Center Camp. I know that's a lot of information, but you probably didn't want to go to all those things. So I hope you can remember <laughs> one, one you liked, or just keep having a good time and saying yes, and maybe you'll wander by. 
a set that David's playing or some groovy stuff that I'm talking about. Uh, or maybe you're just having a good time right now and just want to go have a wiggle. And if you want that, then you go get that. <laughs> well, I'll go tell get you, that wiggle. There are, um, there's still an hour wait online. So you're talking to a fair amount of people right now. Oh, yeah. Really? There's, I'm actually, um, well, hey, well, I'll, I'll sneak this in. It's an hour and a half wait from Wadsworth to Gate Road, um, mm. Wadsworth to Nixon, 18 minutes, Nixon to Empire, uh, 54 minutes. Mm. Um, yeah, Gerlock. Oh, wow. It just, it just went up. Oh. It's two hours. In. So you are, you're talking to a fair amount of people. <laughs> Well, yeah, I'm, I'm watching I, the live update. I'm, I'm um, sorry I'm talking to you guys, uh, folks, because I wish you were here with us, because it's better with you here. But it's you'll better be here. with you it's here. It's better with you better. here, better with but you you're going to be here soon. That yeah, works. you are. You're so. going to be here soon, yes. and we can't wait to see you. We're really excited. We've been getting it ready for you. Yeah. For you. For you. Yeah. Love your burn. Love your burn. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us on Life is a Festival. If you enjoyed this episode, you can support it by sharing it with your friends and leaving a review on iTunes, letting us know what you thought. If you'd like to keep up with me, you can visit my website, aimanarmstrong.com. That's E-A-M-O-N armstrong.com or Aimon Armstrong on your favorite social platforms. Thanks for tuning in. Together, we can make life a festival for everyone. See you on the dance floor. So you guys, yeah, you're perfect. You're amazing. It was such an honor. Such an honor. Oh, you're lovely. This lovely lady. I'm actually, I can't eat bread, but you're, if you can please I gotta say, I don't eat gluten either, but I just did just now. Well, I have celiac, so I literally can't. I'll be in the hospital. It's like homemade and you were offering it with so much love. It's like, this is meant. Hey, you. I don't eat gluten either, but I'll eat it anyway. Yes, I see what's going on here. I'm saving room for that. So we were just talking with David Block and Amon Armstrong. And once again, and, um, Emma, what's uh, tell us the name of your festival of your podcast again, and where no, people can find it? I'm very cheeky because you just gave me bread to eat. So I now. know. Okay, so wait, then David, it's really you good tell though, us the right? name right, of yeah. where people can find you outside the playa. Sure, if you look anywhere that music if exists, you look anywhere, 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 uh, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Band yeah, Camp, Pandora, <laughs> anything you want. The and and uh, my my thirteenth album is coming out. Oh yeah. It's too it, many. Jesus. It's too many albums. It's not. It's just too many enough. albums. It's just enough. You need like a like a, a box set now. A box yeah. Set. And and all my, so and the thing I would say I'd be advertising, but all my music is available for free. You're um, beautiful. So if That's you awesome. if you want it, you can have it. And I just I always believe Lovely. that creativity comes through you and not from you. So I just I don't own my music. So if you want it, just go listen to it somewhere beautiful. that music exists. That's amazing. And one more time, where can people find you? Um, I got a podcast. It's called Life Is a Festival. And the last person I had on was Caveat Magister. Oh. He was a big friend of the show. I know, and we had a great conversation about prank. How the collision of prank culture the and, the, and the and the self-development people at Burning Man and how awesome and hilarious that is. So, you know, that might be fun for you awesome. if you're like that. Beautiful. You <laughs> guys are amazing. Thank you so much amazing. for having us. It's Thank you. Yeah. It has been fun. Thank you. And on top of it, some musicians just happened yeah, to walk in here. So, so I assume, happen. I assume, and correct me if my assumption is wrong, but I am hoping you're going to play for us. We're going to yes. pay for you about the bread that you've just... Please. Wow, so, bread was yes, so I will take one for my husband because... Wow. Yes. Thanks, guys. I would if I could eat it. Oh, this looks so good. I will take so one. Good. Thank you. I will take so one. Thank you so much. Um, so whenever you're ready, please serenade us. Go for it. Play me an A minor. We do this because we have not much time to. We have not much time to to tune because otherwise everybody gets bored. So shall we just start? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready to go, man. Okay.
Nice flute. Yeah. Nice flute. Yeah. 